0: Institutions, to God's instructions. We have another 15 or so minutes of goodness here for you. I'm Tim.
1: And I'm Miss. Thank you for joining us on this journey.
0: Yes, thank you. You know, the responses to our inaugural podcast were overwhelming. Thank you for listening. Thanks for sharing our podcast with your loved ones. Thanks for your prayers and for your feedback. It's really a blessing to know that we're not alone.
1: You're so right, Tim. And regarding our feedback, to be clear, we believe the whole Bible. Cover to cover, Old and New Testament are the inspired word of God. In our first episode, we explained the red pill part of the name. In a few moments, we'll talk about the Torah part of the name.
0: I am excited about talking Torah, you know. If you can, please grab your Bible and follow along with us. If you can't get to your Bible right now, because you're driving or doing something else, please replay this podcast later with your Bible in hand.
1: We pray that the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, will speak through us to you, guiding you into some truth you need to hear and understand. When it happens, know that it's because of His sovereign will and not because of us. We want to be used by God, and we want to be a blessing to you.
0: Amen and amen, Mama. I think many of the blessings our listeners receive will be red pill moments for them. Mm -hmm. I pray that our listeners will not passively listen to us or anyone telling them what God says. Instead, I pray that they are bold to search out what we say, like those Bereans I mentioned last time. And I pray that our listeners will retain the courage to act on the truth that they learn. Let it be so. B'Shem Yeshua HaMashiach, in the name of Jesus the Messiah, Amen.
1: Amen, Daddy. So, in our last podcast, we talked about our red pill moment. This podcast, we want to talk about Torah. First, you have five things to tell our listeners uh, regarding Torah. Next, I'll uh, describe what is included in Torah. After that, let's both talk about why it's important. How does that sound?
0: Count me in, Mama. So, what is Torah? The answer is awesome, and it is not only in the Bible, it is the Bible. Point number one. In the King James Version of the Bible, you see words like law and commandments used to describe what God gave to Israel. In the Hebrew Scriptures, the word is Torah. The definition of the Hebrew word Torah is instruction or teaching. Point number two, the Torah storyline covers creation, God's judgment against the work of the evil one, and God's choosing Abraham and establishing his line, the children of Israel, as God's chosen people. God began to communicate the Torah, his instructions, to Israel from Mount Sinai. He did it in his own voice. Wow. The Torah was written by Moses, or Moshe, his Hebrew name, Exodus 24 verses 3 and 4 gives us an example of the written text attributing authorship to Moshe.
1: Exodus 24, 3-4 to 4 says, And Moses came and told the people all the words of the Lord, and all the judgments, and all the people answered with one voice and said, All the words which the Lord has said we will do. And Moses wrote all the words of the Lord.
0: So that's one of several instances in which the scripture identifies Moshe as the writer of the Torah. Numbers 33 verse 2 and Deuteronomy 31 verse 22 are other examples. Point number three. The word Torah can refer to the first five books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. In a Hebrew or Jewish place of worship, you may see scrolls containing the first five books, written in Hebrew. Worshippers use the scrolls as an integral part of the worship experience, treating them with great reverence. We don't worship the actual scroll, but the God who is revealed in them. Point number four. Many Jewish people believe in two Torahs. Did you know that? One is the written Torah, which we already defined as the first five books of the Bible, and one is called the Oral Torah, Torah or the Talmud. The Talmud is a collection of writings and commentary from Jewish thought leaders and Jewish religious leaders over the ages. Jesus often challenged the Pharisees' elevation of the oral Torah's instructions above our Heavenly Father's instructions. Mark chapter 7 verses 1 through 13 gives us a clear example of this. Here, some Pharisees challenged Jesus regarding his disciples eating with unwashed or dirty hands. What did Jesus say to them, Mama?
1: He quoted from Isaiah, saying, this people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. Hmm.
0: Yeah, that's right. And he continued by saying, and this is the Tim translation of the scriptures, you dudes have a slick way of rejecting God's commandments to establish your traditions. In doing so, you overrule God's word with your traditions. That was quite a confrontation.
1: You're not kidding, Dad. We don't want to overrule God's word with our traditions. Thank God for our red pill experience, because that's exactly what we were doing in some cases, living our lives based on tradition and not what God's word said to do. But that's another podcast. Let's get back to the Torah.
0: Okay, point number five. Torah can also refer to the general teachings and wisdom of God documented in His Holy Word. It gives us instructions for daily living, like instructions for sanitation, Deuteronomy 23, 12 through 14. Instructions as to how to care for the poor people in the community, Deuteronomy 15 and 7. Instructions on treatment of non-Hebrews who join themselves to Israel. Leviticus twenty four twenty two rendering fair judgment in handling disputes and instructions about how to do that. Exodus twenty three, six and seven, and other common situations we encounter to this day. Okay, Miss, you have some great details on what the Torah contains. What do you want to share about that?
1: Well, Dan, the Torah contains history like the Great Flood and the Red Sea crossing.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, they found the remains of the ark on some mountains, and they found Pharaoh's chariot wheels in the Red Sea, mm-hmm. well, at least the remains of them.
1: Mm-hmm. And Torah contains prophecy, songs, and poetry, God's master plan of salvation for the world, which he outlines in his annual feast.
0: Oh, yeah, that's big. Uh, more on that later. The fall feasts are coming up as of the time of this recording, and we need to help people to get ready.
1: Indeed. The Torah contains God's name, and yes, His name is not God. The Torah contains His definition of sin and obedience.
0: Oh, you know, that's big, too. Some things we think are no big deal, but in His Word, God says that they're sins, and sin is a big deal to our Heavenly Father.
1: Indeed. Uh, The Torah contains outlines on how to be blessed or cursed. The Torah contains blueprints and schematics.
0: Oh, yeah, like the design of the wilderness tabernacle found in Exodus 25 and 26.
1: The Torah contains genealogy, God's calendar.
0: Oh, yeah, that's Leviticus 23. That is a must-read. The whole chapter outlines God's calendar.
1: Uh, The Torah contains science, geography, sociology, theology. The Torah contains God's definition of love. All of this and more is in the Torah. Before my red pill experience, I didn't realize that there was so much more to the Bible than what I had already learned. And boy, am I loving what I'm learning now. I study more, I pray more, and my perspective has been forever changed. So
0: we see how you chose to answer the question. I'd like to ask our listeners, what would you do if you discovered that your actions or beliefs were not in line with God's instructions? Would you change? Now back to the use of the word law as a translation of the word Torah. The word law seems to leave a really bad taste in believers' mouths these days. Maybe we apply a negative context to the word law, or maybe we don't like to be told what to do, even by God. Some teachers equate the Torah with commandments, as if being commanded to do something by the Creator is a problem. Some believers conclude that God's Torah, His instructions, are done away with, and Jesus is the one who did away with Torah. They support that belief using scriptures like Matthew 5.17, in which Jesus says that He didn't come to destroy the law or the Torah or instruction, but to fulfill it. In our culture, fulfill means to bring to completion or to accomplish. It implies finality. Would it surprise you to know that fulfill in the context of Matthew 5.17 actually means something different? This is what can happen when we rely on interpretations of Scripture based on what it means in our culture today instead of what it meant in Hebrew culture back then. Please, go online and look up OurRabbiJesus.com, no spaces, OurRabbiJesus.com forward slash articles and look up the article What Fulfill the Law Meant in its Jewish Context. There, you'll find that Fulfill the Law is a rabbinic idiom. Its meaning is derived from a Hebrew context and if you're not Hebrew or you don't understand that context you won't get the intended meaning. The writer of this article, which again is a must-read, please take the time and check it out, but the writer points out that the idiom fulfill the law actually means to properly interpret the Torah so that the people can obey it as God really intends. As my mom put it, he came to make it plain. Here's a quote from the web posting. I'm going to read it exactly as it is. It's a great example. The law against adultery could be interpreted as only about cheating on one's spouse, but not about pornography. When Jesus declared that lust also was a violation of the commandment, he was clarifying the true intent of that law. So in rabbinic parlance, he was fulfilling the law. So here's a question. Do you believe that the Torah was done away with?
1: well wait a minute if the Torah is done away with does that mean we can do whatever we want I don't see that as being good no we need God's Word and we need all of his word anyway scripture says God does not change Malachi 3 verse 6 so here's why the Torah is important all of it the Torah gives context for understanding the rest of the Bible Mm, that's big without it we wouldn't know how and why the human race is here on earth. We wouldn't know about Israel's connection to God or our connection to Israel as believers. We wouldn't know what prophecies were being fulfilled. We wouldn't know why Jesus came or how to recognize Him as Messiah. We wouldn't know that we need a Savior. We wouldn't know why there's sin and suffering in the world or what our loving Creator has done about the sin and suffering.
0: Wow, we wouldn't even know what sin is. True. So, the Torah is full of the wisdom and instructions of God. Believers who do not know the Torah are missing essential context, so they will likely misunderstand the rest of the Bible. In fact, the New Testament quotes from the Old Testament very often.
1: I've noticed that as well. I found other scriptures that were not referenced by the publisher of the Bible that I have, as quotes from the Old Testament, but they're definitely in there.
0: So if your interpretation of something in the New Testament disagrees with the Torah, you have missed something in the Torah. You need to go back, back to the beginning, back to the Torah. If you understand from the New Testament that the law is abolished, you need the context and specific understanding of what the word law is referring to. Just be clear, it is not referring to the Torah.
1: 2 Timothy three sixteen through 17 says that, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. When the author was talking about the Scripture, he was talking about the Torah, the prophets, and the writings, the Old Testament. That was their Bible at the time this letter to Timothy was written. So, do not undervalue the Torah.
0: Well, that's it for today's podcast. Please, go back and read over the scriptures we shared. In our next podcast, we'll discuss two well-known New Testament examples where the context from the Torah might surprise you. Thanks for spending 15 or so minutes with us at Red Pill Torah, where you You can. can... Handle the truth.